Thank you, everyone, for tuning into Fantline Wisdom. I'm Minister Marvin Fant, giving wisdom and a godly perspective to combat the problems of today's world. For there is nothing new under the sun, and what God said for yesterday is good for then, today, and tomorrow. Now here's today's wisdom. And today's message is the legacy of the forgotten. Now, the Lord inspired me to talk about this particular message because there are so many people who go through life and they feel like they have no meaning. They feel like they're worthless. They feel like they're useless. But I'm here to tell you that your life has meaning. Your life has worth. You are useful. Because you were created in the eyes of the Lord. You were created for a time as this. You were created to do the will of the Lord. But like I said, many people feel that they have no worth. They feel like they have no legacy. Now the word legacy has several meanings. Um, one of them is something handed down from an ancestor or a predecessor from the past. Another example is um, a family legacy, or fa rather a family property that has been handed down from generations. See, a legacy can also mean um, um, treasures, uh, monetary. Legacy also means an older style or system. But for this lesson, and in the context of what I'm talking about, reputation, it means reputation. In other words, the lasting memory you leave behind. Legacy in this instance, in this situation, it's talking about a reputation, the reputation that you leave behind. And in lieu of that, people want to be loved, but they want to be remembered also, right? We all want to be remembered. We all want to um, be acknowledged in whatever we do. Uh, in, in, in small situations, in great situations. We all want to, to some degree, want that acknowledgement, okay? And we want that acknowledgement even if we're introverts, as opposed to being an extro extrovert. Now, with an extrovert, I'll let the work, I'll let my work speak for itself. Now, an evil man like Hitler spoke of his legacies all the time or a legacy that he wanted to leave behind. He did it in the sense of um, domination, oppression, and brutality with a myriad of lies and deceit 
to help build that so-called legacy. Hitler had statues erected, and you can hear this about many dictators or infamous leaders. They would have statues erected. They would have stories conjured up by them, stories told about them. And getting back with Hitler, Hitler had um, a, a propaganda machine going. He had people who specifically talked him up. He had um, specifically people who who um, ran interference for him, in other words. Any, any detail that was deemed um, offensive or bad in front of the people, he would have it cleaned up. In other words, he wouldn't let the truth about himself come out because he wanted to leave this legacy. He had a reputation he, want, he needed to uphold. And though he was responsible for many, millions of deaths, but within his own realm, within his own sphere, talking about the, the German people, Germany itself, he, for a long time, misled the people into thinking that he was he was um, this great man that they all needed to uphold. And again, it was all about the lies that he put forward to ensure his legacy. But a hero, a hero in a true sense does the will of God and he is almost unconscious of a legacy because that person is too busy doing the will and good of God. See, when you are in the process of doing what's right versus what's wrong, you're not thinking about a legacy. You don't have time to think about those things. When your mind is geared toward God himself, when your heart is there to do good for others, It, what you do goes before you. What you do gets out to others. What you do is noticed by God. He notices you. He sees you. And when you do these good things in his will, in his way, he blesses you and continues to pave ways and paths for you. Now, we have, and what, may, what also made me think of this is um, our past presidents. They were always talking about legacies. They were always talking about having that lasting impression. They were always talking about the, the reputations that they leave behind. Why? Because they wanted to be thought of as great. All presidents do. Whether all leaders do, whether it be good or bad. Now, I use Hitler as an example, but our presidents, American presidents, they love to speak about a legacy. And sometimes to their detriment, because they don't want to rock boats, they don't want to step on toes, 
because they're concerned about their legacy. And sometimes you can be too concerned about your reputation that in lieu of what you should be doing good, you may tend to hold back and shortchange yourself and shortchange those around you and shortchange the work that you should that you should be doing for God, that you become scared and non-compliant in in doing right over wrong. <clears throat> but getting back to the word of that that getting back to that word of um legacy we also have to talk about we also have to talk about um getting getting behind the root of things here and the root is when we have a people who become depressed, who have, um, who think that they're not all that, who think that they have nothing to leave behind, who think that they are worthless, they are useless. Many things can come into play because of that type, type of thought, that type of, that, that frame of mind. And depression comes in. We have many, many people out here who think low of themselves. And I'm not talking about situations where you, you're being humble. I'm, ta I'm talking about really, really think low of themselves. And they get to a state of depression. And depression has many symptoms. When it comes to, to um, when you have this type of feeling about yourself, and this type of depression can, like I said, lead lead you to um, thinking in in ways that you shouldn't. You be, you become like I said, depressed. You become lonely. You become you you can become bitter. You can dwell on the past. And again, think that you are not worthy, that you are useless, that you're helpless, that you that things will never get better. And which leads to the spirit of suicide. And yes, suicide is a spirit. And I'll give you these figures here about suicide. In 2018, there were 48,344 recorded suicides in the United States, up from 42,773 in 2014. And according to the CDC's National Center for Health Statistics, on average, adjusted for age, the annual U.S. suicide rate increased 24% between 1999 and 2014. 24%. From 10.5 to 13.0 suicides per 100,000 people the highest rate recorded in 28 years. And this is from 
Wikipedia. Now, that's an astounding number of people who are taking themselves out. And not to mention those who commit suicides but then want to take others with them. And I'm sure you've heard of that too many times, whereas um, somebody, like I said, they get in, the, in that depressed state and not only want to take themselves out, but they want to take out the wife, the three kids, the mother, the father, whoever. So it, 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 it's... It's like not just take no, I'll take myself out, but then they want to take, they want to bring others into the to the mix. Who I'm like, it, it you you want to kill yourself? That's one thing, but don't 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 bring me into this. All right. Fanline will be back in a moment. But it's a serious situation, and again, that that's a spirit that that. That goes throughout the land. That's the spirit, and it's growing. It's growing, and people need help. People definitely, definitely need help. But from what I see and gather, we we go about this in the wrong way. We attack this in the wrong way. When we use man's methods and ways and means of trying to get people better. But it has to start with God. It has to start with the spirit. It's a spirit thing. I'll read you a verse here. And through the prophet Isaiah, God makes a tremendously comforting promise. You may feel completely forgotten by every human being in your life, but God will not forget you even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Psalms 27 and 10. Here are, I'll give you five Bible verses to remind you that God has not forgotten you and will not forget you. You hear me? He will not forget you. Number one. It's coming from Psalms 94, 18 through 19. It says, I cried out, I am slipping, but your unfailing love, O Lord, supported me. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. And what is that saying? It says, when we feel like we're falling, there's but one that can catch us. When we are certain we are drowning, there is one who lifts us from the crashing sea. When we have lost all hope, he provides a renewal for our soul. Jesus, precious Jesus, he is the lifter of my head. Second one, from Philippians 4.19. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> in other words, when we have reached the end of our rope and the end of our resources, God provides 
Where we see no way, he makes the way. We may not always even understand his ways, but as a believer, you know he has your best interests at heart. He's never late, but he's always on time. Number three, from Romans 5 and 8. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And that's saying sometimes we're not where we need to be in our relationship with God. And we assume that because of our mistakes and faults that he can't work with that. We mistaken his silence for absence. When in all reality, he just wants us to hear his voice more clearly. If not by works that we are saved, God doesn't love us more for being better. He just loves us. He loves us enough to die for. Nothing can change that. Number four. From Matthew 28 and 20. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. <clears throat> and that saying, you can bet he wants us to follow after him in, in obedience. But you can also be certain of this. He will always be with us, even when we fall a step behind. When the world happens and sin happens, and even when calamity happens, still, still he is with us. And last number five, from Deuteronomy 36, excuse me, 31 and 6. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's saying it takes courage to make to make it through life. And sometimes more courage than we possess on our own. Thankfully, we don't have to face life by ourselves. You hear me? We don't have to face this life by ourselves. God is with us. He will never leave us or forsake us or forget about us or turn his back on us. We may suffer through a season where we're going through a refining fire or receiving his discipline. Yes, sometimes we'll go through a season because we're receiving his discipline. But he won't abandon us. In the moments where you feel lost and alone and crushed and up from under your anxiety, repeat these verses to yourself. Repeat them. And remember that though it may seem at the moment that he has forgotten you, the truth is he hasn't. And remember the title of this lesson, The Legacy of the Forgotten. No, you're not forgotten. For as long as being saved in Christ, the Lord will never forget you. And your legacy 
disappointed in him. Enough said. Thank you for listening to Fat Line Wisdom. And please tell others about it. For wisdom is key to growth and prosperity. In Jesus' name. Enough said.